Welcome to Russian Made Easy, sponsored by Russian Accelerator. The method makes the difference. Привет, and welcome to episode 29 of Russian Made Easy. In today's podcast, we're going to master the sixth and final verb conjugation in Russian. I mentioned this at the end of the last episode. Did you figure out which one we're missing? First, start by repeating this word. Они. One more time. Они. What does it mean? Well, here's the setup. You see, the neighbors across the street, the Johnsons, pull into their driveway and get out of their minivan. Ask your roommate, did the Johnsons take a trip? And she says, Да, они были в Диснейленде. So she said, yes, они were at Disneyland. So, они is one of the Russian words for they. By now, it's no surprise that it rhymes with all those other plural forms. Try saying, you guys, we, they. Вы, мы, они. Вы, мы, они. Nor is it a surprise that они rhymes with the past tense plural form of the verb. Listen. They were. Они были. Они были. How would you say, they wanted pizza? Они хотели пиццу. They bought a car. Они купили машину. They said hi. Они сказали привет. Try this. He said, she said, they said. Он сказал. Она сказала. Они сказали. Он сказал. Она сказала. Они сказали. Try saying, they gave me a present. Они дали мне подарок. So, using они with the past tense is easy. And for the most part, using the present tense is easy too. Let's look for the pattern. First say, I'll have the pancakes. Я буду блины. Now listen as she orders for her relatives. 
They'll have pizza. Они будут пиццу. Они будут пиццу. So just say I'll have, they'll have. Я буду, они будут. One more time. Я буду, они будут. How do you say I live in Cleveland? Я живу в Кливленде. Now, any guess on how you might say they live in Oakland? Они живут в Окленде. Now just say, I live, they live. Я живу. Они живут. Я живу. Они живут. Say, I don't know. Я не знаю. Now try saying, they don't know. Они не знают. Они не знают. I know, they know. Я знаю, они знают. Я знаю, они знают. So the plural form in the present tense ends with a T sound and usually you're just adding it onto the YA form. Let's try one more. I work in an office. Я работаю в офисе. They work in a store. Они работают в магазине. Они работают в магазине. I work, they work. Я работаю. Они работают. Я работаю. Они работают. There are some exceptions to this, which we'll get to after this tip of the day. And now here's your tip for the day. From Russian Made Easy. As I mentioned in the last podcast, we now have learned all six verb forms and all six grammatical cases. So let's do a quick rundown. First of the verb forms using the verb 
to know. So, try saying, I know. Я знаю. Ask your friend, you don't know? Ты не знаешь? Let's ask a stranger on the street. You wouldn't happen to know where the subway is. Вы не знаете, где метро? John knows. John знает. We don't know. Мы не знаем. And today's form. They know. Они знают. Они знают. As I said, that's a huge accomplishment. And really, much more importantly, you've learned all six of the grammatical cases in Russian. And now that you know the case endings, just for fun, let's take a look at some of the fancy names that linguists like to use for them. I don't expect you to memorize these. I just want you to have had some exposure to the terms. Okay, here goes. Whoever or whatever is doing the action in the Russian sentence is considered to be in the nominative form. Nominative. So, for example, John wants beer. John хочет пива. John is doing the action, so his name, that word, John, is in the nominative form. Now, which word in the following Russian sentence is in the nominative case? Мне нравится пицца. In the Russian sentence you just heard, the word pizza is doing the action. So it's in the nominative case. Nominative is also basically the dictionary form. When you look up a word in the dictionary, it's going to be in its nominative case. Next, when you do something to someone or to something, that thing goes into the accusative case. It's a bizarre term, but what can you do? So, Я хочу пиццу. The word я is the one doing the action, so it's in the nominative form. And we're doing something to the pizza, which is why it's in its accusative form. Pizzo. English, by the way, has remnants of the accusative case. For example, in the sentence, I love chocolate. I is in the nominative. But we don't say, do you love I? Right? We need the accusative case for the word I, which is me. Do you love me? Or, she is smart. I love she. No, I love her. Her is the accusative of she. 
Next, the recipient of something, like someone who receives a gift or receives a phone call, is in the dative case. Again, what kind of name is that? I would have called it the recipient case. But anyway, I gave the present to John. Я дал подарок Джону. John is receiving the gift, so his name has to go into the dative form, which is Jonu. Jonu. Next, to represent the idea of being in a particular location, the actual location word has to go into the prepositional case. So, I live in New York. Я живу в Нью-Йорке. We add that yeah sound to the end of New York because that word needs to be in its prepositional form. Нью-Йорке. All right, four down, two to go. Let's talk about the genitive case now. Genitive. Remember how we said that the small words called prepositions have a big effect on the words that follow? Well, each little word forces different cases, and one was this. Listen. У меня есть кошка. Literally, we're saying, at me, there is a cat. Well, the word меня is actually the genitive form of я. And it was forced into that by the little word у. Another example. This is Jeff. Jeff has an apartment. Это Джефф. У Джеффа есть квартира. So, Джеффа is Jeff's name in the genitive case. And it was forced into that by that little word, у. And finally, there's the instrumental case. Think of this as the with case, as in, I want coffee with milk. Я хочу кофе с молоком. To say with milk, the word молоко has to change to молоком. Молоко, молоком. Or this. They were talking with Robert. Они говорили с Робертом. Again, the word Robert has to go into its instrumental form, which is Robertam. With an um at the end. And that's it. All six grammatical cases in a nutshell. Sorry for covering all of this so lightly. I just wanted to do the briefest overview so that the names of the cases are no longer foreign to you. So why was this in the tip of the day? Well, my tip is, as you continue to use Russian 
and learn Russian beyond this podcast, try to keep these cases in mind. Not the names so much as the underlying principle for each one. For example, if you know that the word for jam is a cognate, gem. You can then try to speak grammatically if you're in a cafe trying to order pancakes with jam. I would say, Ya budu blini jamum. Ya budu blini jamum. If you live in Phoenix, even if you've never heard the word Phoenix in its prepositional form, you can still try to guess the ending. Try saying, I live in Phoenix. Я живу в Фениксе. All right, before getting back to our new verb form that we've been working with today, please repeat the following new word. Мёд. Мёд. What is it? Well, the deliciously sweet yellow substance that bees make is called мёд. So, мёд is the Russian word for honey, and it's clearly related to the English word mead, M-E-A-D. Mead is basically an alcoholic honey drink. So, from mead, you get miod. Miod. So, imagine you're with your two children in a Russian cafe. Gesturing to your kids, tell the waitress, they'll have the pancakes with honey. Они будут блины с мёдом. Они будут блины с мёдом. Did you remember to put the word honey into its instrumental form? The with form? Try saying with honey. С мёдом. С мёдом. As I mentioned earlier, usually we just add a T sound to the end of the YA form to get the ANI form. But not always. Listen to this. They speak Russian. Они говорят по-русски. There's still a T at the end, but listen to the difference. I speak, they speak. Я говорю. Они говорят. Я говорю. Они говорят. If I were to give you a second tip for the day, it would be this. Don't be afraid to guess. Don't be afraid to apply the pattern to new situations. Yes, you never know when there's going to be an exception. But it's no big deal. 
a native speaker will understand that you're applying the general pattern and will gently correct you. So if you accidentally said, Ani Gavarayut? A native speaker would just correct you and say, Gavarayat. No big deal. Try asking, do they speak English? Они говорят по-английски? And finally, try asking yourself, do I want to take my Russian to the next level? If you do, then please go check out either of my next two courses. There's the newly upgraded Russian Accelerator. That's a video-based course, which you'll use to become fully conversational. Or, if you're only able to learn through audio, then you'll love Russian Made Easy Plus. Those lessons are in podcast format, just like these, but it comes with lesson guides, fluency drills, and immersion audios. You gotta check it out, so head over to RussianMadeEasy.com and look in the sidebar, or just send me an email, mark at RussianMadeEasy.com, and I'll send you a link. So, brace yourself for the final exam coming up in our last podcast, and I'll see you there. This has been another episode of Russian Made Easy. To put your listening skills to the test, be sure to check out our new media center at RussianMadeEasy.com. <laughs>